0: On this week's Polk and Kush, Zion gives us another timeline. The Saints knock off the defending champs, and people are having problems with animals. You're going to want to listen to so much of what's about to come right at you right here on Polk and Kush. Hands, you about to get shot. The truth is getting split by Poke and, and Kush, Poke and Kush, Poke and Kush, Poke and and Kush, toast, and Kush, Poke and Kush, Poke Kush, Poke and an <acco Christian noise> um, come everyone to and Kush, and and Gosh! it is wednesday november 3rd 2021 we've had all the tricks we've had all the treats and now we are here to be a little hungover and talk to you all about it what's happening my friend mr andrew polk how do you do
1: i do well uh happy belated halloween still hungover? what'd you do jesus <laughs> i had a lot of candy man needle drugs <laughs> just... just a lot of candy
0: <laughs> mainlining candy Left the house because we went to trick-or-treat and therefore nobody ate the candy that we had purchased to give trick-or-treaters and therefore we had tons of candy
1: from both sides and I just ate all of it. You didn't put the bowl out for the trick-or-treaters that says take one?
0: Yeah, but nobody wants to go to the bowl unless you're like your house is sort of uh, not recessed from the street. I think everybody was a little scared to come up to our front door. So they just didn't and nobody touched it. And there we go.
1: It was great. So now I this is a huge this is a huge lie. You <laughs> didn't or it. you didn't put out any candy. I had it between my mattress and box spring. All candy. You yeah. hid that candy like an Amazon package in the ninth ward. It was it was floating in the toilet water in the back of the toilet. Yes. That candy didn't see the light of day. I uh, My Halloween was good. Everybody loved my Dave Chappelle costume. <laughs> I went all around, waving, telling the people the truth. They loved it. Probably more of a Joe Rogan type. But, you know, he's not my favorite. So went with the Dave. Everybody enjoyed it. I, some houses gave me a lot of candy. Yeah? Other ones told me to get the hell out of there. <laughs>
0: Uh, it kind of depends, like the Rotten Tomatoes score, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it can go either direction there. Uh, did you guys do anything fun? No. Yeah? No. I think we've hit the age where if you don't have kids, Halloween is just kind of like a day that doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, it was It was another day. It just hasn't, you know, it's been cold once in the last year. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like fall. I don't really care about candy. Mm-hmm. I don't have any friends. <laughs> There's nowhere to go, you know, so it's like, I guess I'll watch Dune. Just sit here and, uh, you know, just have Monster Mash on repeat all day. <laughs> yep, it's Halloween. All right. That and, you know, a kid is viable to break their neck if they try to trick or treat here
0: on uh, in front of the Bud Light Lime studio.
1: Yeah, if a, if a child made it to my front door, they would be like a spelunker. <laughs> They would have to be in, like, some sort of costume with a pickaxe and, like, those shoes with the spikes.
0: <laughs> the only, yeah.
1: The, the like, 100 days later. Not 100 days. 100 <laughs> hours. 127 hours. Whatever
0: it was. Yes. James Franco comes beating on your daughter. Yeah. That's the... Yeah, man. I uh I feel like you definitely could have had so some kids uh, sue the city of New Orleans if they would have tried to trick or treat on this uh, on this street. So it's a good thing. Old man Polk uh just, you know, Uncle Grumpy, uh pulled down all of the took turned off all the
1: lights, closed all the windows, and watched doing by himself. For Halloween I put out a sign that says a sex offender lives here <laughs> just to keep the kids away. It, that's a it's great true? <laughs> Don't. There's an asterisk. (laughs) That was the trick. That was the the trick. (laughs) On the back of the sign, it says, just kidding. But most people don't see the back of the sign. As they run away in horror.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it wasn't all fun and games uh, this week in the Crescent City. Believe it or not, uh, there was some uh, not so great news about your New Orleans Pelicans. It turns out. Remember when they said Zion Williamson was going to be back for the start of the regular season? Yeah, I remember that. And Uh, then remember when they said it was going to be like two or three weeks for him to probably come back after that?
1: I remember that, but that one's more of a sour memory.
0: Yeah, and then when they said again that it's going to be two or three more weeks before he could practice? That happened on Monday. Okay. So the Pelicans now, if you're keeping it home, this is the third timeline that we've had for Zion uh, from a, a parent Minor foot injury uh, that required surgery sometime in August. Uh, And here we wait. And it is as dispiriting as it is frustrating, as it is exhausting, as it is annoying. Uh, And that is the state of the Pelicans at the moment.
1: So you had an article that came out today. I, I call it an article. You call it a story. A column. A column. Yeah. That sounds good. I like that. <laughs> Your little stories about Scion being overweight. <laughs> what is the reaction to that, Ben? Uh, you're, you're a hero, right? So for a long time, I think I
0: was painted as just the mean old Dick in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, who kind of comes to the party and shakes his fist. And is like ah, you're a bunch of losers. You kids, you don't know shit about the world. And now it's like they've all kind of joined my team. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody is starting to see all of the flaws that I feel like I've been pointing out for a significant amount of time now. Uh, the emperor has no clothes in a lot of ways. Uh, a lot of the kabuki theater, the bullshit uh, that This team has tried to feed you for a prolonged period of time and not just the team. It's also Zion. He's very much at fault in this circumstance. Uh, but it's all very frustrating. A lot of empty promises, a lot of broken promises, a lot of lies. And it's finally kind of caught up. And I
1: think people are legitimately really pissed off now. And now this situation and with you in particular reminds me of my favorite book, yes. The Bible. <laughs> Yes. And there was a man in the Bible, Jesus Christ, and he told the truth. Finding any parallels here? He told the truth, which people didn't like. So they threw stones at him, they tweeted at him, they martyred this man. And then once they killed him online with their words, yes. then they were like, hey, wait a second, that guy was right. I've never read the Bible. I don't know if any of that. (laughs) The only real difference between Jesus and I is his uh, carpentry. (laughs) I I couldn't do any of that. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, everybody's come crawling back. We were correct. Told you so. Vindicated to see the column. Thank you for the tweet saying, Scott, you glorious, handsome man. (laughs) All the stuff that we said about your physical appearance before that was because we were just scared and insecure. We know inside you look like Jason Momoa. <laughs> That's right. And you are a truth teller to the city.
0: Uh no, it's it has nothing to do <laughs> with like it is just people want to have faith uh in the thing that they like, right? So you give the benefit of the doubt over and over and over again because you want something to turn out to be a good result. You The whole point of this thing is to have fun with it, right? It is not fun to consistently beat up something that you're hopeful toward. Uh, and therefore, people get defensive, people get upset. Uh, and, you know, the, the promise of what's possible is, sort of overwhelms the reality of what's likely right that tends to be how a lot of this goes but there does become a breaking point at certain you know uh stages down the line and i think they've just crossed it in that it's so avoidable what they're going through right now because if all they would have said at media day is this is going to take a while he got hurt it's pretty bad It takes a while for a bone bruise to heal. We have no idea how long it's going to take. Like, buckle up, it's going to take a minute. And instead, they ran the okey-doke on it, and everybody was like, eh,
1: it's really not a
0: big deal. We're very optimistic. You guys might see it as a negative. We don't really see it as a negative. And here we sit, you know, a month into the season, and he's not even, he's at least two to three weeks away from practicing. Not even playing yet. And that is uh, incredibly frustrating.
1: Yeah, the uh, the key word you said there was fun. And this team is, of course, about fun. Unless mm-hmm. you're a degenerate gambler like yourself, of then course. it's about finances. Yes. For most people, <laughs> it's about fun. It's, for, it's about having fun. And if they had come forward with the truth, the truth that they knew it, uh, anything other than, hey, you guys are rubes. I can say whatever I want to you. Yeah. They would have gotten... You wouldn't be approaching the, the team like it's a pot murder mystery podcast yes. where you're trying to f- link the evidence and see who's telling the truth and the keyboard was in there and I know you know how to play it, Griff. And <laughs> we're putting together a mystery like Rust Cole over <laughs> basketball. And, like, let's get se- – like, it's not – is it that big of a deal to just tell the truth to your fan base? It shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. Your dwindling fan base. Yeah, you don't have that many fans to begin with. This
0: isn't the, the Celtics. This isn't even the Saints.
1: Yeah. Imagine like lying like this if you're on the Knicks yeah. or something like that. New Orleans is lucky that 700 people care about the Pelicans <laughs> deeply. Most people don't know Zion's hurt, you know? No, they have no idea. It's like most people don't know Michael Jackson was a pedophile. <laughs> Most people, when they say R. Kelly, they're like, yeah, he had some great songs. People don't know what the hell is going on with the Pelicans. They don't know that Zion's, you know, hiding. You know, he's like in the Spruce Goose, (laughs) flying away from the media, Griff's selling a snake oil. Come on. What is what's the next step?
0: I am curious if you were to stand at the arena doors and be like, do you know what's going on with Zion Williamson? I, you're probably right. It's probably like 10% of people actually care about the situation. Those are the ones who go to the games. I just think the average person has no idea what's going on. Uh, but for those who do care deeply and those who are invested and those are the people who kind of make a franchise go, uh, it's such a slap in the face. And again, like it's not just on the team. Like They are the easiest to blame because they are the ones who get the losses assigned to them, right? But Zion himself needs to be held accountable for this at this stage, and he completely running away from talking to the public as he promised he'd be back for the start of the regular season, and now he's nowhere close to that. Every picture that you see of Zion and every you know workout video, he looks like you know a boulder. Uh, he is a boulder made of pudding. Uh, he is an enormous man. He doesn't look to be in shape. He doesn't look like he gives a crap. And he won't tell anybody what's going on. And therefore, it only heightens the problem of the the lack of transparency and the lack of accountability. And it just never, it's this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy and this endless cycle. And here you sit and it's like, how is this going to get fixed? Like, even when he comes back, There's still going to be hurt feelings over this.
1: Now, I saw the photos that were released on Halloween of him, and these might be the ones we're referring to. I thought he looked really good. These were the photos at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship (laughs) that they do at Halloween. (laughs) And, like, there's so much stuff you can do with, like, Photoshop and angles. I think this is the same Zion we saw before the hot dog eating contest (laughs) and several months of of various (laughs) mystery injuries. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I, did did your opinion on that change Because I feel like a couple weeks ago When we were talking about this exact same thing yeah. We weren't really blaming Zion And saying that he needs to be held accountable And speak to the to the public uh, yeah. It sounds like that has changed What would be the reasoning behind that for you? Uh, so the bottom line is that he himself
0: Said he'd be back for opening night uh, He's not and if it's an injury, then that's fine. Just go in front of people and say, I am injured. But it is also very clear that in the meantime, while he's injured, he is very obviously out of shape. He has lost his conditioning. He is not ready to play even when he, the bone is to heal. So therefore, you're not just, this isn't just a matter of a, a foot bone Getting back into, into place it is also a matter of a player allowing his conditioning to slip and then you're ending up in a situation where this exacerbates the injury so he has to answer for that this is his career he this is third year this is a year when you're supposed to break out the year when he's supposed to be this you know all everything all-star and he was great last year he really was uh but the team still lost and this was the opportunity to kind of turn that page and he's not doing anything. I mean, he might miss 20 to 25 games. And based on what you're seeing on the court every night, how in God's name is this team going to be able to overcome a start where he misses 20 to 25 games?
1: Yeah, the team is currently 1-6, uh, taking a three-game losing streak into Phoenix tonight. That's the kind of game where the Pelicans will win because you don't expect <laughs> them to and they shouldn't and they're on the road and it's weird. Uh, but coming back to this team, the attitude around Zion coming back is we need him here as quickly as possible. This Definitely. team is built around him, and it's the only way we're going to win. Can the team catch up? Like, will the morale rise to give a shit once he's back? I feel like they're playing hard. Like, have you been able to watch them much? Yeah, and it's been it's been kind of that thing that we talked about a lot last season where it's like if this team was just fun like the kings yeah or memphis a couple seasons ago that Uh would be one thing this team is fun to watch yeah um but i don't know how much of a shit they're gonna give 20 25 games from now when they've won six seven games yeah and then you're just Clawing your way toward in, in a very difficult uh, in a very difficult division, a very difficult. It's brutal,
0: man. I mean, it really is a brutal situation to think about the long term. In in that this these guys are playing very hard, and do you expect them to play hard for another two months while the other while the guy that they are super reliant upon is obviously not working that hard,
1: and this. You know, it might sound, if you're a new Pelicans fan or you casual, you go to the game just to drink, that's fine. But this is a situation that I think would be weighing on the players less if they hadn't been doing it the last th- every year. Yes. <laughs> the last forever. Yeah. But to start off from that hole because of injuries Uh and dig your way out, Uh losing streaks, players getting injured. I mean, tonight, uh, Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, and Garrett Temple are all questionable. Uh It's not like Zion's going to be injured for 20 games and everyone else is going to be in a magic bubble. There are going to be other injuries. It's just like, what is this team willing to endure to try to get a 10th seed. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and that's really the point. Like, that's... I don't give a shit, and no. I'm not making a million dollars.
0: Yeah, I, it really is. is it's, it, it starts to become a what's the point kind of thing. Uh, look, they're, they're not talented enough without him. They can't really play well without him on the court. They're not built that way. Uh, they'll keep trying until they stop trying, and that's the point where things can get really ugly. Now, Willie Green, I think, is doing all the right things. I think all the supporting cast is doing all the right things, Uh, and I think once Zion is actually up to full speed and playing, they will be pretty good, but how much do those guys even want to deal with him at this point, considering the way this is dragged on? And ultimately, for people who watch this team and care about this team and listen to shit like this because they are invested in the Pelicans, like in the last six years, how much of the basketball has been actually fun for a prolonged stretch? Four months? Yeah. The playoff run in 18 is about it.
1: And about a month with Zion before the pandemic. Yeah. You know, when I think of fun Pelicans games, I think of like losses. You know, I think of the Zion Spurs game. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that was fun. Oh, was they cool. lost. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: Warriors games, yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. It's like they have not had anything for people to latch on to. And so in the meantime, you're just asking people to sort of hang on on faith of something they haven't seen. And that becomes hard. Like you've already watched with the NBA release, it's an all top 75 team. Uh, for its 75th anniversary and you saw two players who left the pelicans in their prime left new orleans in their prime end up on that list two of the 75 greatest players in the history of the league walked away from your team already and then you've got this guy who has every bit as capable of being on the 100th team 25 years from now and this guy's now on the precipice and you're like, what the hell is going
1: on? It's, like, it's three players. Pete Maravich. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He left. He left. played for the Hawks or whatever. <laughs> he, he, three players.
0: <laughs> I, did, he, did he leave when the team left? I mean, this is, these
1: are questions that we do not have the answers to at all. Uh, but yeah, man, I just. What, what's the solution here? What makes you feel better immediately? I do wish, and I know it would only give me
0: uh, a little bit of grace and pe- peace of mind, but if David Griffin were to s- sit in front of the camera and say, "I fucked up, screwed up, messed up, whatever <laughs> words you want to use," <laughs> I screwed up. I should not have been in that position. Uh, I should not have said that when he was he was gonna be back in the regular season. I misled people. I apologize for doing that. This is a prolonged injury. However, it is also incumbent upon Zion to get himself back on the floor and shift the accountability to him and show that you've got a little backbone, that you as a franchise have a little backbone, that you are answering and holding yourself accountable. I think that is the only thing that will get me to be like, all right, I think they're finally taking this seriously. They're finally actually listening to what their customers have to say about this. And short of that, I, and I don't expect that to happen at all because that would require some level of self-awareness from anybody uh, in this situation, and that just seems to be lacking. But I do appreciate the fact that, you know, I was always wondering, like, how many times do these fans have to get kicked in the penis before they start realizing that they're getting kicked in the groin? And it turns out that this was pretty much the week when I think most people started to realize that, you know, it's, it's time to, to
1: take a closer look at this whole thing. Treat us like adults, I think, is really the bottom line. There you go. Um, Good way to put it. And, that and now the, <laughs> the the Patreon edition of your answer is Griff, nude, town square. <laughs> He's got the shame bell. The church, well, maybe not the church here. The, the <laughs> saints popes are walking around and ringing the bell going Shame. <laughs> Fully nude Griff, walking down Decatur, people throwing crawfish shells at him. Shame! (laughs) Cersei Cersei
0: Lannister right through the middle of the thing. That's exactly what we
1: need. And then Zion obviously shows up as the mountain and (laughs) kills everybody for doing that. But that would, you know, a little pizzazz. That's all we're asking for. That is all we're asking for. We've got a lot more coming up. Sponsors. That's everybody's favorite part of the show. (laughs) Yes, ad reads. Uh, Saints, segments, so much more. We'll be right back. Now a word from DraftKings. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. <laughs> DraftKings
0: Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If the sports book isn't available in your state yet, and odds are that it isn't because you live in Louisiana, where I don't think it's going to come online until January, DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions <laughs> of dollars in total <laughs> prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code KUSH, K-U-S-H bet $5 in any NFL team to win their game, and you could win $200 in free bets. If you if they win, you win with promo code KUSH K-U-S-H, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Must be 21 or New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 per house and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problems. Okay. Call 1 800 Gambler on the phone now.
1: All right, Mr. Polk. Man, I've always wanted to know what it would be like if Macho Man Randy (laughs) Savage was announcing a monster truck rally. Uh, Again, that's promo code CUSH. I suggested Polk. They said CUSH was better. (laughs) We've had 10,000 signups already. People are emailing us. Gambling changed my life. I was able to get out of debt, buy a couple houses from Jansen. The mob is no longer after me. DraftKings, the solution to all of my problems. Promo code Kush, K-U-S-H. That is correct. We got to start having like a lock of the week. <laughs> yeah, the lock of the week is that I am going to lose whatever bad The lock of the week is that Tulane will lose at football. <laughs> Two-lane money line. Whoever they're playing,
0: bet the money line. Uh, sports gambling actually did fully open uh, in Louisiana this week, so fully is the wrong word to say. It did open in Louisiana this week. Uh, Harrah's, perhaps you've heard of it. I guess it's now going to be called Caesars. Uh, in the French Quarter, has opened its sports book. Bobby bear placed the first bet prior to the Saints-Buccaneers game. I heard it was a complete... Uh, Uh, shit show wild scene uh, down there at the new sports book shout out to Rob and crew uh, down there for for getting that thing open Uh, I'm sure that was a heavy lift and I'm sure the book lost a whole bunch of money because uh, the Saints shocked the world and went on to win against Tampa uh, 36-27 I believe is the final score Uh, New Orleans plays probably its best game and since tampa last year i would say uh despite a absolutely crazy set of circumstances uh where did you watch the game what'd you think uh that was just a a wild scene
1: i watched the game right here at Uh the bud light lime studio i um calculated my risk of going to the game i had a couple offers to go to the game I didn't want to be stuck in hell for hours afterwards. I thought that the Saints would lose, Uh so I thought it would be a big bummer. I watched it right here. I cranked up the... Sound bar all the way. <laughs> fill the juice. It was mostly to cover up the barking dogs <laughs> that my neighbors have, the construction outside, the people, the people shooting at me, <laughs> fighting over a bucket of fish heads, all of the things that you do in this neighborhood. I watched it right here. <laughs> I made chicken wings. I had a blast.
0: It was uh, a legitimately just a very fun football game. I did not get to see. All of it. Uh, full disclosure, I was trick or treating with very small children, uh, was able to, your own. Uh, yeah, exactly. I brought my own kids trick or treating, uh, was able to uh, to follow it and kind of watch it from uh, very odd angles and whatnot and, and definitely watched it uh, on repeat a day later. Uh, I'm blown away uh, that the Saints won that game. It's one of those things that these that the Saints seem to always be capable of is when you kind of count them out the most they seem to show up. And when you rely on them the most, they seem to fall apart. Uh, I don't know what it is about that through line with the Sean Payton coach team over the last 15 years, but it feels like it happens all the time that every time you're like, they have no chance of winning this game, they somehow figure out a way to win it. And believe me, I would have said that before they started that game. And certainly once Jameis Winston got hurt, I thought the game was completely over. And Trevor frickin' Simeon, Uh, the unlikeliest Halloween hero in the history of New Orleans.
1: Absolutely. And uh, to speak to the underdog factor of New Orleans, interesting stat I saw today, uh, the Saints have been underdogs 13 times uh, since 2018, and they are 11-2 in those games. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's not just at home. That's uh, all over the, you know, the, the Saints were playing as well on the road this year, uh, well, you know, they're one and one in the dome, so they're doing pretty goddamn well on the road. Sure. Uh, yeah, it is a. Uh, it, it is.
0: It did speak a lot to. I don't know. I hate that word. Resilience. Right. Like, yeah. it's such an annoying thing their to hear. Yeah, exactly. They're they're resolve. And they're resi- it's like they're a football team. They go
1: yeah, they're, they're a football. team. They're a, they're a good football team. They they did their job. Well, remember, yeah. do your job. They did their, <laughs> they did their job. Did their job. <laughs> we don't have to get into resilience <laughs> and all these like buzzwords from like, uh, <laughs> you know, self-help seminars. <laughs> they wrong. did their job. They were very good. Uh yeah, nobody uh, on earth uh, knew who Trevor Simeon was, other than maybe some Broncos fans. Sure. Uh, he was out there in place of. Uh, Swiss Army Knife, Taysom, Taysom. Hill, yes. and Ian Book, who was also out. I didn't
0: realize he was hurt. I thought Simeon was just above him.
1: No, so Simeon, if he had gotten injured, the coaches said that Alvin Kamara would have been the next quarterback choice, (laughs) which would have been kind of fun to see. We're on the wishbone. But uh, Taysom is going to be back this week, so maybe we don't have to worry too much about the, uh, the questionability. Uh, Sean Payton said that Simeon would start over Taysom Hill regardless, but once the game is going, that seems to be up for grabs. So have they decided who's going to be the quarterback next week, or he's still slow playing that one? Uh, I believe Trevor Simeon is starting next week. That is
0: a really bold move,
1: right? Well, you know, it seems to be working with the strat. how, how they've played with these in and out quarterbacks over the last two seasons works. Trevor Simeon uh, didn't make too many uh, mistakes. I mean, he made one. He got bailed out of it. Yeah. Uh,
0: interception in the end zone. And, they, you know, they called a roughing
1: the passer. Um, that's something that Jameis would have done. Also, <laughs> yes. I feel like it's fair. <laughs> I I haven't really heard or felt any doom and gloom about Jameis going down. Not to say that he wasn't doing a great job and has been consistent with the team. Sure, but this team is focused on the defense putting points on the board. Yes, there were some great offensive plays uh, this week. It yeah. seemed like Sean Payton was actually running his offense. There was a fullback touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Juwan Johnson almost had an amazing catch. Traquan Smith almost had an amazing catch. But they at least seemed to be getting some uh, variety out there. Yes. Back to the old no-name goober receiver. You know. Yeah. How many touchdowns were you like who the fuck is that guy?
0: Yeah. It, it definitely felt like they entered this game, and that includes Jameis being in in the first quarter. Uh, it felt like they entered the game knowing very well that like we have to open the playbook. We have to, we can't just expect to run the ball, control the clock, win the game 21 to 17. Like that's just not going to work uh, against Tampa. And I think they were right. And they kind of left themselves open to the possibility of getting blown out with that happening, but it also gave them the best chance to win. And it worked out. I mean, Trevor Simeon stepped in, did an, uh, I mean, all things considered an unbelievable job of leading a couple touchdown drives. Now he got some help, uh, from Tampa and from the refs, but like I don't know how they're going to be able to keep it up. But I didn't. I don't know how they got to this point. Like it doesn't feel like they're good. It just feels like they're kind of doing enough to win. And I I understand that's enough. Like nobody's asking for style points. But who the hell are they going to throw the ball to? And who the hell's throwing the ball?
1: Well, I think what's going to help this team is the schedule is easing up uh, significantly. They're playing Atlanta this week. Mm -hmm. Um, That, you know, Atlanta is a dog shit team. They've lost a million in a row. Yeah, but the Saints, these are the games the Saints lose. That's correct. Um,
0: (laughs) And then I know they have Dallas and Buffalo coming up down the line. I think that's the end of the month uh and that's going to be a war. I mean, I I don't know how you get out of that game without having a quarterback.
1: You know, I said their schedule is it's really just easing up for one game. One uh the 14th is Tennessee, the 21st is Philadelphia. They're pretty bad. Pretty yeah, you know, and then uh Thanksgiving is going to be the Buffalo Bills. Um, I feel like we're going to see very similar uh, to, like, when Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback for this team. Yeah. The defense is playing at a similar or better level than when Teddy was winning games that mm-hmm. way. So I, I think we're going to just kind of see that played again with whoever at quarterback, whether it's Ian Book, Simeon, or uh, Taysom. Do you think that
0: there's a real chance that, like, Breeze, Phillip Rivers... Eli Manning, Some I mean, I don't know who one of these washed up retired guys who's like, I got to throw the ball 20 times a game. I really never have to throw it deep because Taysom can really do that. You know, you still got Taysom on the field and you can play him for stretches like don't you think this is the perfect scenario for some washed up good quarterback to come in and be able to manage a game and give give the Saints a better chance than Trevor Simeon ever would?
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be any of the names you mentioned. I think it's going to be more of a quarterback that is more recently in the league. I think Cam Newton could potentially be a good fit. Uh, I mean, you know. God, he sucks. You know, he's... 10 feet tall he used <laughs> to be in the nfc south yes he's very strong no one you know no one's given him a chance i feel like he would fill that gap pretty easily Jameis had a lot of success in the run which is something cam can do that's true um philip rivers uh they asked him on something today if he would you know he said he would take the call yeah well sure But he has a house with ten children. Where's he gonna find? He's he's gonna have to live in Zion's (laughs) ten-story mansion. They're gonna have to add on a few more to fit Phillips' kids in there. He's gonna live in that two-story McDonald's on St. Charles with all
0: his kids in there. Uh, It does feel like a spot where, like, signing a quarterback makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a risky one. Uh, the talk around Deshaun Watson would derail this team. So, mu- so much drama. I personally did morally don't want him on the team. Same. Uh, Cam Newton would be fine. Uh, that seems to be the obvious choice for me. Phillip Rivers, I don't know. I You know, he was on a ASC team for 20 years. I haven't seen philip rivers play that much yeah
0: yeah <laughs> i mean he, he played for the colts and they were fairly uh you know meaningless last year and obviously all those, those chargers games you know you just can just remember him losing in the fourth quarter over and over and over and over uh but he's obviously got an arm he's got the ability and the one that's sticking out there right is breeze yeah like is breeze a real possibility he no. looked so <laughs> washed that last season was he hurt or was he washed does he have interest he obviously wouldn't need much preparation time he'd get right in there he knows the plays he knows the whole thing it would be the craziest freaking story in the history of this city uh i haven't seen it broached yet but i mean would you
1: not bring him in quietly try to work him out and see what he can do I feel like that would be almost the same level media circus as having Deshaun Watson there, for obviously very different, different reasons. Yes, yeah. But I'd, I don't think Sean wants to put Drew through that. Drew's out. He yeah. does not want another soul-crushing, debilitating last-moment loss to Tom Brady. They kept talking on that broadcast. They like, Tom Brady's never had a Hail Mary well, I bet he would love to have a hail mary sending <laughs> Drew Brees off into retirement for the second fucking time. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, man i I actually think this team is built well for that, and they're so desperate that it makes sense. I, I believe I'm, this podcast has shit on Drew Brees more than any Saints, you know, podcast imaginable. Uh, but I think this is the circumstance where it's like. You, you're, there's a fire going on. You need to, you know, pull the, the the escape hatch. He seems to be the escape hatch, and he's there, and he's sitting in a booth, and he's got fake hair, and he's got to be. He's not very good at it, and like, it's got to be kind of killing him to be like. I could go out there, like under the right set of circumstances,
1: he could win the goddamn Super Bowl. It would. I'm be, not saying it's likely, yeah, but it's possible. It's it's possible. It would be the. Not just the craziest thing in New Orleans sports history, but probably in NFL history, a player coming back to their team winning the Super Bowl. Yes or no, the Pel- the Saints are more likely to win the Super Bowl
0: with this version of Drew Brees or Trevor Simeon. That wasn't a yes or no question. It was an either or question.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Trevor. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I disagree. I think Brees can, can move the chains and keep things going where I think Trevor Simeon is... Bound to just shit all over himself, fall apart and end up in a bathtub sucking his thumb. Yeah.
1: Well, he's not going to be the only one out there. That's uh, true. There's going to be Taysom. There's going to be Ian. There's, you know, Little Drew, Ian Book. <laughs> yes. And there'll be, you know, some washed up <laughs> possible <laughs> criminal out there they, as well. Yes,
0: Gino Toretta and Vinny Testaverdi will be uh, getting back there. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: Who would get Drew out of his contract? He's going to have to get Rich Paul to get him out of that contract. <laughs> Wouldn't NBC want him to be there? He'd give them like all the access. And It'd be, be nice if they made him keep doing games <laughs> while he was playing. Like, he... <laughs> like going to South Bend yeah. on Saturdays to do that. <laughs> uh, I... I
0: I'm all in on Breeze coming back. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see it. And I, I never, my wildest imagination, thought that would be true. But I also never thought Jameis Winston would be out for the season. Shit, he might be out a lot longer than that. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I take that Sunday for what it was, which was a great win. I don't
1: know what it portends for the future, but I definitely did enjoy it. And uh, you know, if if we are getting the band back together, one member has returned. Mark Ingram, yes. of course, returned for the Bucks game. He had a good uh, run on an opening drive, or maybe the second drive, and kind of provided what the Saints needed—a mm-hmm. name, a bowling ball type body that's able to do those runs that Kamara should not be doing constantly yes and uh, they give him the game ball after the game and more fun than that was he was just back dancing in the locker room yeah he was wearing the squid game mask <laughs> at the podium
0: uh no it's hard not to like mark Ingram. he did the who chant champ for the game uh, you know glad he's back think he's he looked very happy he looked very uh appreciative of the situation that he's back into uh It's all like a very – it's a very weird, feel-good, underdoggy story right now. Uh, Whether they can maintain that is a totally different question. But I think it's going to be hard to come away from the Saints season unless they completely fall apart and shit the bed over the next, you know, however many, seven, eight weeks, uh, to come away with it being, like, really disappointed in the way things – they've played – I feel like up to their capabilities, they're doing what they can. They're trying to piece it together. It's not always the most pleasant watch, but it is definitely uh, – you can't fault them at this point for anything.
1: Yeah, and this this week's game was the polar opposite of, like, Giants. This was a fun game. Well, Carolina, yeah. Yeah, I was up out of my chair yelling several times. Yeah. The uh, pick six at the end of the game, that was uh, – uh, energizing saints moment we haven't seen this season and looking at the record the record is I think where everybody thought it would be they just had the losses placed on different teams yeah I mean beating the Packers and Buccaneers is nuts yeah Um, (laughs) so you know as a Saints fan satisfied uh, I support the team and whatever they decide at quarterback, and it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see what happens this week. I am looking forward to, uh,
0: to the rest of the season for sure. Uh, that'll take us through our Saints segment. We'll be back. We've got a couple of segments for you, and of course, the worst. Sleep.
1: Overrated. 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 Underrated. 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 Well, what do you know? Somebody finally emailed us an overrated to discuss. This is from Steven. I'm not going to say his last name. He might be on the run. Steven Z. I'm going to add a letter <laughs> every time I say his name, and eventually we'll get to it. Overrated from Steven. Listener emails. Ooh. <laughs> Now, I would not say they are overrated. I would say that they are underrated because we appreciate them. Uh-huh. Scott's never seen one. He's never logged into the email. <laughs> Every day, he'll, he'll get here to the report, record the podcast and be like, what's the name of the podcast again? Okay, Kush. Listener emails, only I see them. So you can send me anything you want about Scott. I will be. I will reply and tell you the truth. but I'm going to say underrated on the listener emails. What do you think? I uh, also agree. Underrated listener emails. We like
0: them. Polk and Kush at gmail.com. That's not an ampersand. That's an A and D. Uh, So, yeah, send them in. I'd like to know what any of you guys think about anything, because often what I find is that I'm talking uh, to Polk, and then he's looking at me like I'm a complete asshole. And I'm like, am I actually an asshole or is he just an asshole for treating me like an asshole? And it's really hard to tell sometimes. And it makes me question uh, some of my things. So if you were to, to, to email in and say, yes, in fact, you are an asshole, it would at least give me a, uh, a firm
1: understanding of where we're standing. We don't need to encourage anyone <laughs> to email us and say that either of us are assholes. I'm going to edit all of that. Only email us if (laughs) you want to praise us. (laughs) You are excellent. Here is $1 million. You have to get it from my father, who is a stuck king in Nigeria. (laughs) I would prefer no criticism, only the Nigerian king, (laughs) if there's like a link or something we can do to get the gold (laughs) or whatever it is. What was that scam? Did you ever have that one? Uh, I got it a few times, but I think it was like a... I live in Nigeria. They're about to kill us all. Uh, if you have, uh, we need to transfer all of our rupees or yeah. whatever the fuck. And if we can use your bank account to transfer, <laughs> them, you can keep some of them. <laughs> so just send us your routing number, and uh, we'll get to it. People fell for that. I had a ex-girlfriend that fell for one of the iTunes gift card scams. Oh man! They can we got-
0: call that overrated? email scams (laughs) overrated people love them (laughs) i'm not a fan people think that emails are so
1: great but it turns out that you can get scammed pretty easily so what they do were they like hacked her computer and stuff no they didn't hack anything they called her on the phone they're like hey bitch uh (laughs) (laughs) you owe you owe the irs a bunch of money and you know it's in a call center, so the guy sounds a certain way, and yes. there's 500 people yelling uh-huh. behind him, and chickens, and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And she's she was a dumbass, so she was like, "Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pay my debt that I owe you with iTunes gift cards." Oh my god! So she bought $800 worth of iTunes gift. You think the guy at Target would be like, "Okay, you don't? Why are you buying $800?" Two $400 iTunes gift cards. Called back ISIS or whoever it was, then gave him the codes and was like, "Please don't arrest me for." She, so she thought it was the IRS. They called. I guess they can get like public records, like your uh-huh. name, and if you act, she did actually owe the uh, government oh, money. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So that you know, they're like, "Hey, we're the IRS. And we're going to come arrest you unless you give us iTunes." I'm like. <laughs> this is the, the united states government really mostly accepts united states currency that seems to be a
0: red flag if they're asking for gift cards to launder the money yeah, through dude like
1: do you think <laughs> do you think donald trump jr is trying to buy fortnite costumes <laughs> with an itunes gift card <laughs> He'd like to own the fourth season of the
0: office. He's tired of streaming it.
1: Uh, Steven Z. I -- I am adding uh-oh, a letter each time uh-oh. I miss his name uh, also uh, submitted for overrated or underrated approval. Feedback. I guess we already covered that. Yeah, uh, feedback, way overrated. Don't want it. <laughs> Don't send it to us. We want your lies. We
0: want you to tell us that we are great. and, and listen, everybody. We know you're not rating the show anymore. Start rating the goddamn show.
1: We need new listeners to listen and rate the show. We hit 100 uh, ratings a couple weeks ago. Um, I'll try not to stare at Kush like an asshole. (laughs) It's usually I'm just looking at him like, oh, fuck, he's going to stop talking sooner than I have to start talking. (laughs) Why is he sweating so much? We're inside. Earlier I was looking and I was like, Kush has nice legs been walking a lot of walking all right dad power walks um that'll take us into your favorite segment of every single week ladies and gentlemen the worst the worst this was sent in by listener andrew that's his name i'm not gonna say his full name it's Uh not me it's not Hulk. yes (laughs) <laughs> the worst. Send them in. at gmail.com. The worst thing you saw or read this week. This is about a Texas football coach. This is from fansided.com. Pet monkey of Texas football coach allegedly attacks child trick-or-treating. A pet monkey belonging to the girlfriend. It's always the girlfriend's pet monkey. No, never, Never can resist a girl that owns a monkey. I mean... You never hear about this stuff with men owning monkeys. It's always women. <laughs> yes. Women, get it together. Except for that very effeminate Ross. <laughs> a pet monkey belonging to the girlfriend of Texas football assistant coach Jeff Banks allegedly attacked a child on Halloween. Are you ready for the most bananas story in college football this year? Uh, that was pretty bananas. <laughs> the headline. I like this article clarifies. That's an intended pun. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I'm hearing a report from credible source that Texas Longhorn special teams coach Jeff Banks Monkey allegedly <laughs> attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater. The monkey's jaws had to be pried off the small child. They made it sound like the monkey is a special teams coach. You know, <laughs> I've seen playing. some movies with it's Burt Reynolds <laughs> where it seems that chimpanzees can do whatever. People always refer to there's monkeys a whole lot of different things. That's true. A monkey could be a spider monkey, mm-hmm. um, a gorilla, maybe a gibbon. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't know the genus of monkey. Like is monkey like the whole mates, right? fucking thing? Is a gorilla a monkey? I feel like it is.
0: Yeah, it has to
1: be right. The uh, a holler monkey. I, f- I hope there's like a zoologist listening to this <laughs> just tearing us. Like, you idiots! No, pounding the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, like a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Banks' girlfriend, the woman he allegedly left his wife and kids for. Oh boy. <laughs> that
0: was <laughs> That's a shot unnecessarily. Yeah, and
1: kids. He didn't leave the kids. <laughs> is a stripper who goes by the name Pole Assassin. <laughs> and her monkey is named Gia, who has been incorporated into her act... As well as having appeared on the Jerry Springer show.
0: <laughs> How long ago is that?
1: If it's on Jerry Springer, I, I don't know ago. if Jerry's still on. He's probably I don't know. Maybe he's moved on to Hulu. He has a show on there sure. at this point. Um but apparently the stripper started tweeting that the monkey did not attack anybody, but then Later in the tweet rant, admitted that the monkey bit somebody. So, yeah. so yeah. The monkey didn't punch anybody. Sure, no, the no. monkey didn't have a gun. The monkey didn't have a knife. True. The monkey just bit somebody, which is a monkey's way of saying hello. <laughs> That's. I, well, I saw that in the Jungle Book. One of the tw- okay. No parents have contacted me about it. <laughs> Yeah, your child gets bit by a monkey. You're not going to go to Hustler Club <laughs> with a photo of, have you, you know, a monkey. Have you, any of you seen this?
0: You ever seen these teeth
1: marks of uh, forensic science? Of yes, she has had all of her shots. She's an emotional support animal who not to be touched. She speaks. By the command of this is like in like unintelligible, and I'm adding a. This this is the stripper. Oh, the the stripper that has a monkey. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No one is allowed to touch the monkey unless I say it's okay. I believe a stripper when she says no one is allowed to touch something unless she says it's okay. I've been there, done that. I'm glad to see that goes along with a pet monkey. Those are serious people. This. If if Danny had just stopped with the monkey didn't attack anybody mm-hmm. but she j- this is like an investigative trick is don't <laughs> say anything and yeah. then people keep talking because they want to and someone says how's the weather <laughs> you know you just say fine you don't then describe the weather the final tweet on the monkey attack thread is for saying a 12-year-old child should know better <laughs> To enter someone's yard without permission. And also to follow the rules. The rules were when you get to the gate, turn around and come back out for candy. Every other parent and child did so. There were no no rule signs saying, touch the monkey. (laughs) Get your face bitten off. That
0: wasn't among the rules. Dude, that is bonkers. It's great that it like... Nobody would have known this story existed except for the fact that she's banging the special teams coach for the Texas Longhorns <laughs> Like, and because like there's that tangential connection to sports. It becomes this story that can very easily get out to every. This is a person.
1: sports story. I want to hear Skip Bayless's thoughts. <laughs> all of these tweets. It looks like all of the. Tw- yeah. All the tweets have been deleted. Uh, yeah. I her whole life has been deleted. <laughs> Her lawyer, Morris Bart, was like, listen, you have to delete. The first tweet says, I don't even have a monkey. And by the fifth tweet, you're going, listen, motherfucker, don't touch the monkey. <laughs> Some general
0: counsel at the University of Texas who gets paid a gazillion dollars a year is like, what? She did what? She tweeted about it. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is the... This is one of the most bonkers things that could ever happen.
1: If, if it's Halloween and you go and shock the monkey, <laughs> something bad is going to happen. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I'm blown away. Like, what could have happened? How did one kid do this? None of the other kids did this. But what was the like, what does this monkey do normally? Just hanging out?
1: I it's been incorporated in the stripping act. <laughs> oh, is what it says. Man. I don't know if Walked he's a little bottle of baby oil. Handing a banana <laughs> off or keeping away. I don't know. And frankly, I don't want to know. Uh I mean I kinda wanna know.
0: <laughs> Gia, give us your dates. Gia, what's the only fans? We'd like, we'd like some dates. Uh that'll bring me to my worst of the week. Uh, if you followed anything uh in this city for the last week, you know exactly where we're going with this one. This is from our old trusty friends at Nola.com. Man, linked to New Orleans horse sex, jailed in California. After a horse was assaulted there.
1: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) He couldn't be couldn't resist. Big on animals this week. (sighs) Animals in the sex industry. Seems to be a bigger a big issue. Pelicans, saints,
1: (laughs) animals and sex. We've got it all on Polk and
0: Cush. Uh, a man whose DNA was found in the city park stables after two horses were sexually molested last year has been arrested in California for allegedly breaking into stables there and sexually assaulting at least one horse. Could have been multiple horses, but only one horse came forward. Uh, that, everything about that is f- fucking insane
1: yeah
0: he's banging horses he fled the city for banging horses because he was going to get arrested and then they caught him banging horses in california he didn't stop his horse banging ways he just moved somewhere else to do it
1: california love. <laughs> <laughs> Bang, nah, 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 nah. Well,
0: you wouldn't think that would scare you straight of that behavior
1: I don't, I think whenever you're banging horses, being scared straight (laughs) just isn't a factor. There's no, you don't have sex with a horse and then like a week later go, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Boy, did I learn my lesson. Man, I got to drink less.
0: Well, (laughs) she was way uglier than I thought. (laughs) Uh, this man remains in law enforcement custody in lieu of a $150,000 bond, $150,000 bond. The bond should be $3 billion. Don't ever let this person out on the street again. If he's banging horses all over the country,
1: Lord knows this person's capable of. He could blow up the whole world. He he could. And, you know, you bang a horse, they go, hey, that's a crime. You're, you've are got your getaway <laughs> vehicle right there, too. <laughs> It could be dangerous. <laughs> Probably can't walk straight. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, authorities have never specified what the sex acts were. I can guess. I don't. I don't exactly know what position they used, but I can figure it out. Uh, police found DNA evidence at the scene uh, that they said matched a sample from Baker. That was previously stored in FBI database. Uh, police searched a warrant to swab Baker's cheek and compare that sample to the DNA recovered from the stables. They stopped short of saying Baker was wanted for a crime, but asked for the public to call police if they saw him out and about. Yeah, it's a crime. Let's just call it a crime.
1: It was a crime. And uh, we do know this exposition reverse cowgirl. Obviously, <laughs> sometimes they just sit there. Uh, burglary, vandalism, and animal cruelty
0: are all felonies. We don't know if it's cruel. Hey, nay it means, might have means nay. Con- <laughs> Come on,
1: <laughs> let's.
0: It might have been Come consensual. On. We don't know. Uh, the rest of the counts, including sexual assault of an animal, are listed as misdemeanors. Sexual assault of an animal is a misdemeanor, it should be a max demeanor, and cruelty is a felony. So it's okay. To have sex with the animal, or I guess rape the animal, but it's
1: not okay to be mean to the Yeah, animal. you're not making love to the animal. You are <laughs> brutally assaulting I, it. These laws are illogical.
0: Uh, in Louisiana, sexual abuse of an animal is a felony carrying up to five years in prison upon first conviction. Uh, the second would be ten years. So this guy could spend a whole lot of time in jail and he's going to have a real hard time finding a horse when he's there.
1: <laughs> Those punishment, if, if you have sex with an animal, it's not five years in prison. It's like two days in prison, and then they kill you. It's no five years about it. You have a day or two in prison, and then you get beaten to death. I think they always say the uh, child molesters in jail are
0: the ones who get the worst treatment. Yeah. They get the crap kicked out of them by the other prisoners. I don't know what they do to the the horse diddlers. <sighs> Throw him in with him. <laughs> I mean, that guy's head is going in the toilet the second he gets in the Almost jail. immediately. Like, what did you get in for? Ah, uh, you know, I had a passionate affair with Black Beauty. <laughs> like, oh, who's that? She's a 900-pound horse. That's one of the wildest stories we read it the first time. Yeah. Uh, Back in January, and now it is uh, significantly more ridiculous because he got caught a second
1: time. To make that lap around the track (laughs) and have to go through it again. I mean, is that guy watching the Kentucky Derby just like
0: tripod?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again, use promo code CUSH on DraftKings to get a credit. Or something,
0: you know, like a uh,
1: <laughs> if you're a registered sex offender, you
0: can't go like within X amount of feet of a little league park, you know, yeah. or a school. Do you think this guy's like not allowed to go like within
1: 500 yards this, of
0: the Santa Anita track or whatever? This
1: guy cannot go <laughs> to the Dollywood Stampede. <laughs> this guy medieval can't times. medieval times. <laughs> yeah, he's no good. Lock them up, throw away the key.
0: <laughs> uh, that will take us through this week's episode of Polk and Kush. We have loved doing it as we enjoy doing it every single week. Please like, rate, subscribe, and for the love of God, tell your friends and tell them to listen. We know you enjoy this show because you're still listening to it an hour in. Uh, please let everybody you know uh, know that we exist. Uh, our marketing budget is $0, so we count on you. We'll be back next week for another episode. So thank you once again for listening to Poke and Kush. See ya.